Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here. Welcome to the Jules and Man Anime Hour. I'm one of your hosts, Jules the Human. And every week we go out into the world and watch a little bit of anime and we come back here and we discuss it. And today we're going to be talking about Tokyo Revengers, episode five through eight. If you haven't seen that, go watch it. Come on back. If you haven't seen the past episode of this Anime Hour show, you can go back and watch that on YouTube or Spotify. We talk about the first four episodes of Tokyo Revengers, but I don't go on this time traveling paradoxical journey alone i am joined by my co-host matt galley matt how are you doing today i am good but man oh man um <laughs> as we said last week this is a rewatch for me and man oh man i, I forgot some of the things that happened in this show sure oh boy and we're <laughs> gonna discuss them for sure um i wanna i don't know i want to like it i really do I like the characters. I'm feeling as more as we watch more episodes. I'm enjoying the characters because like we've if you have, it is your first time watching. We go through anime. We've already rated a bunch of anime on our list here. Uh, on the left is me. On the right is Matt about where we think they stand on a tier list. We have so many more anime to go. If you want to submit an anime to the chest, you can do that by submitting 500 bits and give us your suggestion and we'll put it in the in the bucket here uh, 500 bits live on twitch we are wednesday for a different for a change here but like so many anime that we've already gone through so far i'm liking the characters a lot more than what i think the story could be because of reasons and i'll give you those reasons whenever we get to it but like i think so far in why because I'm still racking my brain. Like, why do people enjoy this so much? I've seen people like so many like figures and and talking about this show and, and so much about it. I'm like, why, why is that? And I think mainly they could be doing whatever. Uh, it just so happens it's some insane time travel plot. But like the characters that we're coming to grow, to know and enjoy, I think is the real point to this show, which yeah. is something that we've seen before in other shows where like the story kind of sucked but like i just want these guys to do something cool together and that is definitely one thing that i uh one question i ponder while watching this is uh there's a few few times definitely where i'm like do i do i think this show would be better if you just sacked the time travel narrative and just made it a coming of age story yeah like honestly would would it be better off for it i don't know i we don't have that story but it sure. makes me think about it because it's just a coming of age story a recoming of age story a a realization of age well, story. He's a virgin, i don't so yeah. not recoming yeah <laughs> I, anyways yeah. anyways it, it definitely makes me think that like yeah when you take the time travel out i think that this story would have a lot to benefit but then i understand that like you know it's just there's some implications that get taken away from you know our main character and the his motivations and why he does some of the things that he does why mm -hmm. he will never back down ever again and not just never back down because mm -hmm. you take somebody like uh we've watched black clover and you take somebody like asta from black clover and he's just i'll never back down it's just mm -hmm. i'll never back down i'm never gonna give up 
but for Takamichi, it, it continues to get driven home. I'm never backing down ever again because I have made these mistakes. I learned from it, and I'm not going to allow that to repeat. And is it more to never back down or to <laughs> yeah is it more to never back down and continue on that path like you're saying in black clover or is it more to have gone through it once and then seen the outcome and be like no we need to change something here in my past in myself so i don't know um it's an interesting question that poses whenever you uh compare the two but we are going to be talking about episode five through eight yes. of Tokyo Revengers. Let's get into it because a lot of it happened. A lot of stuff happened and uh, we got to talk about it. So episode five, re-leap. Uh, so Naoto finds out that 12 years ago, Tokyo Majin uh, gang split into the Mikey faction and the Draken faction to, due to their disputes. Uh, and Draken ends up dying. Despite Naoto telling him this, Takamichi refuses to believe that Mikey and Draken would ever fight and goes back. Uh, to find out what caused the dispute uh, in order to save Draken. Takamichi joins uh, up with the entire gang to discuss beef with uh, revolving around another gang, Mobius, then following Draken and Mikey around, curious how uh, like how they could ever split up because he just is uh, he's in disbelief how they could ever just uh, end up with the splitting of the gang into two factions. Takamichi realizing uh, that Draken is Mikey's heart and Draken's death is what would prompt Toman to going down a criminal path and organization. So we talked about the whole click situation. Yes, the whole about situation. Yeah. The autopilot. And they kind of confirmed that here whenever he confronts um emma and hannah well, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Hannah he finds himself emma. under emma and then <laughs> and then around uh emma i'm sorry hannah who hannah. tells him that you know um he's uh, different he you, yeah he's you, different. you seem like the older you which does make make the whole click situation make more sense because in that movie whenever he was autopiloting he was just like whatever he's glazed but then like she actually does notice right off the bat that he's more present that he's the older him or or something has changed today you're adult takamichi but yesterday and recently you've just been so cold to me you yeah ignore me blah 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 blah. um the in the funny part there is funny parts in this in these four episodes um i I don't know uh i'm i'm still conflicted on the funny because some of it is a little over the top like anime like oh my god like crazy faces and stuff and the animation's like oh my god look at my face like oh my face got all big i'm (laughs) crying or blood out of my nose you know the the expressiveness the expressiveness of normal anime we've seen it's a it's a little much but it was really funny when the girl that he was under turns out to be a girl from uh that knows draken that is really close to draken that is close to the gang it's like pretty and, much draken's like girlfriend but like not his girlfriend because yeah she remarks that he all he cares about is bikes and hanging out with mikey and and yeah like the, he, he's the a guy stuff hanging with the dudes yeah just guys being dudes with mikey so she does things like that to try to get the response out of him but then it doesn't happen yeah so like the the introduction of the of her was really funny the introduction of of the gang sort of 
Um, oh, why can't I click? Hello? Was my mouse messed up here? Okay, there it is. Uh, introduction of like more of the gang members yeah. in uh, Tomen and getting the crux of what's going to be the story arc, at least for a little bit, probably until yeah. the end of which is uh, a pretty 12. like gnarly story arc that they went with, honestly. Yeah, like, about someone TW, honestly, about like yeah, <laughs> uh, about a gang lot of violence, stuff. Gang, gang violence related stuff that wasn't to what Mikey and Draken wanted or <clears throat> or envisioned what gang violence should be. It should be contained. Yeah, in their own little world, guys fighting guys, whatever. And there, there's um, like being delinquents, which <clears throat> Mikey says he wants to build a new world for delinquents. But these guys are being criminals. Sure, they're, they're being okay. they're being actual like you know uh, menaces, like not menaces, but dangers to the society. There's a menace to society. Sure. Then there's a danger and like harmful individual to the mm -hmm. society. And, uh, they, so, these uh, guys definitely Mobius are, which is the rival gang. They're set up to be just in a far different, like despicable, like tier than sure. Toman is. Toman. So the whole, I mean, it makes it, sort of believable and it does seem like they are an actual threat that to some would want to take out you know what i mean if you're in in that sort of mindset you're like yeah of course they deserve some sort of retribution against them and uh something should happen but the the way that it it shows the connections between mikey and shows how Draken is this sort of way with him and the the how how old do we know uh these two kids because like mikey's they're, still really small yeah mikey's still because but um they're both the same year i'm pretty sure and uh that would be that they're like 16 like a freshman in high school that sure. that age range yeah freshman okay. in high school in our system but in the Japanese school system that would be third years in middle school okay so it still feels like Draken has some sort of like big brother uh symbol to Mikey and is sort of in that teacher role and it still feels like Mikey has some more to mature but it does um touch on this episode that this is the reason why Draken needs to stay alive because uh, we find out that he's gonna die in a couple of days or whatever mm -hmm. we've already we, I, i'm pretty sure here we've already been yeah we've already been told by nauto that draken's gonna end up dying on <clears> august 3rd because of a dispute that happens with toman where mm -hmm. he he's gonna end up dying so takamichi comes back to try to save save everyone essentially mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's yeah he's trying his best to save everyone Sure. By being, and, and they keep mentioning this and the more that I think about it, they, he keeps doing it about being like the, the crying hero, mm -hmm. the one that Cry shows emotion, crybaby mm -hmm. hero. And we touch on it. Or we're going to touch on it in the last episode for sure, but it's, it's a different kind of take on what it means to be strong because we see a bunch of these strong guys and uh, Takamichi thinks that's what it means to be a dude and means to be strong and be uh, a leader and stuff like that is to have the most muscles to be able to kick so much ass and all this stuff. But then we're seeing the juxtaposition of who this world kind of needs 
which is Takamichi, somebody that actually cares, can think uh, forward and have this sort of um, uh, empathy, yeah. maybe. Empathy and 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 uh, that's what really is the leader that would shine in a lead of Toman or one of these bike. If we want to put it back into this context, but uh, it, it, it's really cool that we see the different sides that we see um, not only the different sides between Draken and Mikey, but the sides of all of the gang plus T- Takamichi, which yeah. is trying to go against it all, go against yeah. the entire grain of what it means to be in, in one of these groups that were uh, trying to stop fight. Um, it's just really cool. So I, no, I yeah. love this scene. Put, I, I love these scenes yeah. with, Showing Mikey being a little silly guy mm-hmm. and and falling asleep after eating, but then after he wakes up, he needs to eat again. <laughs> How does uh, that even work? That's what Tracken says. It's it's so silly, and I, I really do enjoy it. Um, like I said, it's, more it's in the character interactions. Once you get to know these characters, who they are, it's them interacting with each other that just really I feel like drives the interest of an intrigue of where the show is going to go, the progression. And I felt that the most in episode seven, um, because some some cool stuff happens. But in episode six, uh, regret. Let's go on to episode six. What happens in episode six? Episode six, uh, we get to see the events uh, of Draken and Mikey's childhood that would end up bringing the two together, forming the duo we know today. Takamichi returns to the present to talk to Osanai, the leader of Mobius, to find out what really happened that day on August 8th. Ozanai noting that someone else uh, is pulling the strings. Takamichi returns to the past to attempt to stop Toman and Mobius from colliding. However, he finds himself surrounded alongside Mikey, Draken, Pa, and Pe. Pa and Pe. Pa and Pe. <laughs> so rounded. This is another. Have we seen a flashback in this anime yet? like a flashback of before that's a good question we um, haven't i don't think i don't think so um so this was the first time that we got to see well at least uh for these two characters draken and mikey meeting up together and we see draken which is really interesting like draken yeah. finally understands what he can do um he takes ownership of that and then he goes uh to the next level with a with a dragon tattoo as a middle schooler um but then he's sort of uh, still answering to these thugs and yeah this group that like one time put him in his place so he kind of just stays in check via them mm-hmm. or whatever and but then they're like yeah they're like run out you need to bring us this other kid who's causing pro- that we hear is causing problems and so he goes and gets them and mikey just takes him down in one swift move so I'm still trying to figure out like Mikey, power levels. <laughs> well, okay, power level. Yeah, Mikey <laughs> is above Draken, right? Mikey is top so far that we've seen. Mikey is top as far as we know. Um, but like what what is does Mikey only want the delinquent life? Like what there there seems to be like a one-dimensional thing there, but he also likes Draken and he wants to to make this whole biker game well because thing he's work. like he what he's like uh what what locks in with me is when mikey does that to their leader and then he looks back and he says so what does a bunch of like wussy mama boys who need to gang up on somebody else want to do with me like you guys you guys are collectively looking to like try to 
like stomp on some kid two years younger than you like what's your deal looks over at draken who he's heard about before and he knows that draken if he's heard about draken he knows that he just goes around picking fights with other kids for whatever reason uh-huh. so he looks at draken like a, a badass probably like himself because that's what draken has heard that uh mikey does goes around picking fights with other people mm-hmm. a high schooler at that so someone that was what four years five years older than him at that point mm-hmm. um so I think there might just be like this underlying tone of respect that Mikey has for Draken for just being a scrapper, but the other guys he just looks at as posers. Sure. So okay. there's like, and again, it's like those. Uh, it's like how they note with Takamichi, like, uh, you're different because you're somebody who won't back down for you know any reason. We we can but, tell. But still, in my in my 31 year old brain. I okay, I get it because they're kids, I guess. Still. Sure, yeah, they're still pretty one dimensional in that stage. Because in my 31 year old brain, I'm just like, okay, like, whatever, like, <laughs> this is this is nothing to base off a of friendship. Like, because the way they're treating um Takamichi, they're like, we need to be by his side, we need to be his friend. I'm like, there's not enough there for me to be like, I need to be by somebody. Like, I it feels like I just met someone at a new job and it's like okay cool whatever like we're, we're friends i guess whatever but they they have set in in my eyes like the what was it episode four um episode three when yeah when draken says um that you know there aren't many guys like you that alone is just like oh, that they want to be around him because you don't find guys like this okay they don't they don't find guys like this and the sure. guys that they do find they get into their gang so what do they probably ultimately want for takamichi to be in their gang and mm-hmm. build this new world for delinquents that's how i see that working out but uh, claire says wait are you telling me we're not friends because we're fellow humans <laughs> no <laughs> i don't nice just go try. around being friends with everybody yeah sorry <laughs> um another interesting character that we meet here in the future first is osanai who is the leader of mobius we found him working at the uh conveniently working there uh where they were at like the harbor or whatever yeah Yeah, the main area there and he says that this was just the start that the whole situation between mobius and toman was just the start it was something the trigger that it was the trigger that caused greater internal conflicts for toman which is then what caused toman to split up which he doesn't explain what that means because he says i'm not like he 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 makes the uh in not inference but he alludes that like you know s- that guy is still out there and i can't say anything otherwise it's going to come back to get me mm-hmm. and he seems very scared yeah very scared, very afraid of, of what could happen and so we first meet him it was a really cool part though that we got to meet him first as how who he became uh sort of down the path sort of uh close to takamichi but he had a greater fall than takamichi because he was this cool guy yeah uh osanai the leader of mobius and with his fucking hair just chilling he's a boxer he 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 held his own uh alone and he does seem like a leader was one mikey even says you know pa is one of pa is toman's best brawler yeah pretty sure he says that and mm-hmm. then, you know, we get to see Osanai just completely, you know, toast him. He, just, he so, passes out, goes unconscious, standing sure. up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it, that um, was later. <laughs> yeah, in episode seven. But, like, um, 
this whole time I was thinking um, that because we've already we're already seeing the timeline change as well. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't think that Mobius would have come by uh, to that place. I don't think they ever mentioned it, but we see a bunch of Mobius group there and i think some of it changed because of what takamichi is doing so we already see it start to veer off in a direction yeah. we don't know if it's better and he says not. that he says did i create like an odd or did i create like a weird timeline or something like that yeah because i was thinking when this was happening i was like oh god it's gonna happen today it's not even august 3rd like he he messed it up for the worst mm-hmm. uh, so that's what i was thinking during at the end of uh episode six so episode seven starts off with them being surrounded and uh what happens in episode seven revive uh takamichi continues to try to intervene in the oncoming conflict however he's powerless to stop pa and osanai from throwing hands pa ends up passing out while still standing mikey then stepping in to end the fight swiftly Tensions escalate, quickly leading to Pa stabbing a grappled Ozanai before turning himself in to the oncoming police. Mikey and Draken would end up in an argument, with Toman splitting into two factions. After the both of them would visit Takamichi in recovery, they end up destroying his childhood belongings, prompting him to freak out. another really funny moment is this whole yes. fight and all this <laughs> stuff that happens uh, because, because like it's rage. again with the whole time travel business you know that like <laughs> that, <laughs> I, I can just imagine all those things like being somewhere in his apartment and then sure. just like snapping in half in the yeah <laughs> in this new time they're just like decimated or covered in poop or whatever I don't know. <laughs> um but the big the big moment here is that again we see that we're talking about power earlier how mikey just instantly downs uh osanai here in one kick in in one kick he's done draken holds him and and he's out for the count um this was uh (laughs) the next part here was not something i was expecting at all yeah how pa just stabbed him and i was like oh my god like okay so we know they're thugs or what delin- delinquents is the word right yeah. so like we get it they're gonna fight they're gonna get into whatever mischief and stuff but like that it's kind of like what was it called uh grease like in the movie grease like stuff they're like yeah whatever yeah, like exactly. doing all this nonsense but Menaces, then like once but not danger slash like threats yeah but then once something happens big they're like oh wait you took yeah. it over the line like this we're not playing anymore like exactly it, it felt like that it gets serious yeah it, it gets super serious when pa's like i'm gonna stab him and yeah he has to get we, we we see in the the previous episode what these guys that are here right now in front of him what their actions led to like an, an innocent person becoming disfigured mm-hmm. um their family crushed and broken like so we've seen the effects that these guys have so whether or not he like pause you know justified to be judge jury executioner per se um is for up to debate but yeah uh, sure it definitely comes out of like nowhere when you uh, think that like everything's done because like um draken you know takes grapples him and i like that aspect of this too and something that this show does very well in my opinion is kind of like 
handling these large uh, brawls or whatever, these large groups when there's an overwhelming amount of people, but just letting that morale shift happen where you know, like, oh, Mikey just downed their leader in one kick. Like, nobody's going to do anything. Like, nobody's yeah. going to try to do anything now, even though they're still surrounded by all these different guys. Even though like, there's, like, one. yeah, they even though the they can the take, Hydra. sure, even though they could probably take them, Yeah, they're just like, no, like, we can't do anything. Um, It's, it's, I don't know. It, it's an interesting, I still want to, like, I don't know, Draken and Mikey, if, are they happy with the way they are together? Um, Because later on we do see that there is a divide and stuff but like could they have lived where mikey starts all these things and draken i feel like is like uh coming to pick up all the pieces to what mikey does like could that have survived long term i feel like mikey's too much of a, a actions now questions later because we've seen him do this I before think, that's how they yeah. met like that's exactly how they met. He just exactly. immediately jumped into somebody's face, and then now he walks up to the leader of Mobius and kicks him right in the face without even saying anything. And then Draken is there again to help Mikey. I don't know. I think there's there's think still something to it, the relationship. I think that there there's still more to the relationship that's yet to be revealed for sure. But I do think that it plays into the aspect of Mikey being this idealist who thinks that like he can change the world for delinquents literally um like literally he's trying to build a new world so that's he's the type of person that would take action immediately and sure. he's not the type of person that would want to sit around and talk about things i feel like he would just he would be <laughs> he's into action whereas uh whereas draken like you know he again he 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 went around just kind of like you know causing mischief picking fights for himself but Again, he like he sensed that when there was a group greater than him, a collective sum bigger than him, he knew when like to temper, when temperament sure. was important because he was mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to get my ass kicked by five different guys over. Yeah. Do you want me to stop picking on middle schoolers? I'll stop picking on it, whatever. <laughs> what do you think is, I still want to talk about this fight because there's a lot in this. Um, what do you think was the decision in Mikey that he let Pa keep going like oh he the just same, kept him the same reason that like uh the same reason that he wanted to become friends with takamichi because there was something that pa refused to back down from that okay. was he was refused to back down from osanai being right there in front of him and him having the chance to give him the due for his bud pa's bud sure and his girlfriend um so I, uh, to me, that's what that was. He didn't want, he wanted to respect the fact that Pa was going to fight regardless, no matter what. Oh, mm -hmm. he sees that he's a boxer and but, that he's probably outclassed. Doesn't matter. He's still going to fight. But do you think Pa getting pushed to the limit and him not being able to take him down or even land a punch was the reason why he pulled the knife? So like in that <sighs> moment, Mikey was the one that quote-unquote made Doomed pa him. get too far because if he would have stopped pa maybe he would have been like okay mikey's gonna take care of it whatever but since he went that far past his limit and he was like i still haven't done anything to him uh i need to still do something and he wasn't in the right mindset or something like that and that's where i think uh that's where it comes into play where i was like talking about how uh 
you know, whether he's able to be judge, jury, executioner is to be decided. And yeah, I don't think that, I think that it was because <clears throat> he got knocked into that state and felt helpless that he allowed the weakness <clears throat> to creep in and like do that, even though he knew it was not the right thing to be doing. He, and I think that's why he apologized to Mikey afterwards uh -huh. too. There he says, I'm, I'm sorry, Mikey. And then he looks back and, you know, um, he tells them that, you know, he's going to turn himself in. Sure. Uh, Dan says, no, Pa made it clear he was going to pull the knife no matter what. <clears throat> I, I guess when he was talking before, I thought that was all just talk, though. I, cause, Did like, he say again, that before? I think, he, well, he was saying that he's like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill oh. him. But like a lot of the time when they're talking in the groups of these guys, I still think of them as like the grease boys, like just yeah. saying, just talking words. I didn't think it was serious. He did motion that he would do something to Osanai, that he was going to kill them all. But like, yeah, come on. That, yeah, that's, exactly. I get it that he's <clears throat> uh, mad and stuff. He says things that, you know, whatever, whatever. So I just took it as him being just really mad and, and overwhelmed and just being like, I'm going to kill them all and I'm going to kill Osanai the worst or whatever. So yeah, that's how I took it, that's, but that's he did. definitely how I was taking it. But he did say that, that he was going to do something. So um, I don't know. I don't know if uh, Mikey changing or even if Takamichi getting into somehow uh, into the middle of that would have a little bit more would have changed anything. But uh, the result is, and again, all of this stuff plays off like off screen uh, that the whole divide happens and they don't even mm -hmm. discuss it anymore. So it's kind of, it's kind of odd, but um, I mean, they, they, uh, Emma, Emma tells Takamichi in the hospital that they split up and whatever, but then Takamichi goes back home after being in the hospital and all of his friends come to visit him before Draken. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about how uh, Takamichi and Mikey are fighting and they split up into two factions, but they're probably going to get over it. Yada, yada. But then Draken yeah. comes in and he's like, Nope, Toman's done. <laughs> <Tom and Sash. laughs> yeah. and then they're like oh i guess it's it is that deep yeah for sure and then they both come to meet takamichi it's a lot of fun a little uh a little uh comedy bits and stuff um dan says after he stabbed him i think he made a comment about i'm not letting him off that easy right gotcha he did say that and then he turned himself in so um let's see here so yeah Jockin and Mikey destroyed Takamichi stuff. He goes crazy. And then we get into episode eight. So in episode eight's rechange, why are they doing this RE thing? Why are they doing the re stuff? Whatever. I don't care. Um, rechange episode eight. What happens in episode eight? Um, episode eight, a lot happens, but I'm going to blast through summary wise. Takamichi pleads to Mikey and Draken to stop fighting, but ultimately a turd in his hair would cause the two of them to make up with haste. The both of them forgetting the reason they were fighting in the first place. Uh, Takamichi relieved, thinking that he prevented the death of Draken. Uh, but later on, while enjoying a festival, he would discover that Draken is indeed still in danger. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's in danger by quite a bit. A lot of stuff's going on. So, um, again, I don't oh, know. Sorry. What's up? Oh, sorry. I totally, I'm sorry. I wrote this episode eight summary in haste. Uh, Takamichi also, uh, after finding out that uh, Draken's in danger, it's uh, our friend, I'm forgetting his name. Um, it's Kiyomasa. Kiyomasa who is after Draken and uh, Kiyomasa and the rest of like the Tomen, um, 
the Toman guys that got kicked out because they were running that little fight club. They tie up uh, Takamichi, him realizing that he never actually physically got stronger. He just was around Mikey and Draken a lot. Uh, they duct tape him up, leaving him there to take the blame later for killing Draken. And Emma shows up to save the day. Her giving Takamichi her first kiss. Hana. 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 I'm sorry. Two, two, two different names right now. Hana shows up to save Takamichi. Um Hina, I, we keep saying Hana. It's Hina. Hina, you Hina said Hana, Hana and I. Just I said Hana, it. yeah. <laughs> um, so Hina shows up to rescue Takamichi, and uh, then he uh, runs off to attempt to save Draken, who is still in danger. So, it it's a fun bit. The whole thing, like them getting seeing poop in his hair, and the whole oh we made up and stuff. But was it necessary? I don't know. I felt like a little bit of a stretch here to make this such a big deal and for it to just be resolved really quickly at the beginning of this episode. I was like, okay. And then they try and explain like what actually happened. I mean, they explain it later in the episode, but they try to explain what happened. And they're like, I don't even remember why we were fighting. And it's just so like juvenile a little bit. And I was just like, well, I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm here for this. Like, I, I really they, feel like they were stretching for time. They do say, you know, they, that they both forgot. But Takamichi mm-hmm. notes that, you know, there, that there was a reason. They both had yeah. something that they couldn't back down on with uh, Draken, him uh, n- being like, no, we're not going to bail Pa out. Where he, he wanted to serve his time. That's why we left him there. He wanted to turn himself in but mikey's going no like we gotta go we gotta go save him we should have saved him then like blah 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 blah. which also adds to essentially the the reason that they split up that adds to me thinking like can they even coexist like mikey and draken are just not on the same level and i don't know if it's because again maybe mikey needs to grow up a little bit or or something but i i really do ultimately think the problem is with mikey uh but i don't I like Mikey a lot, but like he, (laughs) if he's just a little guy, but I feel like the the problem ultimately is with Mikey, not thinking correctly in my eyes, but like in, in the grand scheme of things, he, like you said, he just wants to see this world. He's a perfectionist, not perfectionist, a idealist Idealist, yeah, and wants to see this out and get his people, the people that have sided with him in, in some point in the best possible way. And he's not thinking clearly, which, which is like, and like he, he even says it uh, at one point, he's like, Takamichi, I don't think you understand. Once I've decided we fight Mobius, we fight. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's nothing else. Yeah. And, and it makes, it adds to the reasoning in my head that these two just are not made for each other. And like, if, even if Draken does survive, like that's, that's what the, ultimately what I'm thinking about. Even if Draken survives this past August 3rd, August 4th comes up, boom, Draken's still alive there's going to be something else and it really sucks. And I really hate to say it, but like all this stuff, all this little planting of something um, of them splitting up at some point, it, it makes me believe that even if he does survive, Takamichi's going to have to stay there and be the glue. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have, he can't do that. He can't just do that. Keep rescuing them and being the comic relief for them to both end up being like boys uh, just running off and being silly like he has to be the glue the whole time yeah and and i don't think he's gonna be able to even if he does get past august 3rd um dan says the fact he didn't go back to the future to confirm dragon will be safe before 
going to enjoy the festival annoyed me so much. No, he said, come on, Nato. Let me, let me just have this one. Let me just have this. Let me just have this little festival with my 16-year-old girlfriend. Come on, man. Treat. Let's little, go. A little treat. Little, little treat. Um, so we, we, we go past that. We get the whole Hina inviting him. Still have some resentment towards him for uh, the whole Emma situation. Mm-hmm. But they're enjoying the festival. It's a lot of fun. La, la, la. They're enjoying stuff. And I knew, like, ultimately this was going to be the downfall of him uh, not being able to rescue Draken because he gets really close to Hina. And he was about to have a kiss. And, and then they cop it out. <laughs> yeah, and they cop it out. And um, uh, I didn't think we would see Kiyomasa again, which is yeah. pretty cool. Um, because Kiyomasa comes back into the fold, and he's like, well, the and it timeline's makes still going. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. It makes sense. And he's like, the timeline's still going, and I'm still mad. So, like, we're I got to do something, because that's the kind of guys these are. Yeah. Uh, he's gr- He grouped up with some people um that have a vendetta as well and then takes it out on takamichi takamichi gets like you said gets duct taped together and what we were talking about or what i was talking about earlier was like the whole crying thing he cries again for a really long time at this one because he's he notices he hasn't been stronger he's just been around strong people and then she reminds him uh that this is why you're strong this is why you're better than everybody else because you have this in you. And I thought it was really nice. Um, but then we get the the kiss, which is kind of weird. Kind of uh, odd. Are we going to talk about it again? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Again, like I said in the first episode, pretty sure something's going to happen, and I'm pretty sure it's going to make me feel weird. So Hina is kissing her 20-whatever-year-old human uh, inside brain, inside of a 16-year-old body, whatever, whatever. Um, so... We still that see still see that Draken is in trouble. That someone Pay Payon mm-hmm. is that Payon, Payon confronts him. Kyomasa is still out there. Uh, and it would make sense that Payon is confronting Draken after Draken was like, "No, we're not gonna get Pa out of. We're not gonna bail him out." And Payon is like, "You know, Pa's vice." So what would stop them? What would stop everybody from targeting Draken? Um, because obviously Mikey hasn't like the threat of Mikey is still there, but until he's in front of them, they don't see that as a threat. Correct. Um, cause now as like, we can see that they're willing to pull some underhanded things to try to corner him while he's alone with Emma. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what would stop. I mean, Takamichi went out to go try and stop them, but I don't know. I, I I really don't know what would stop them and what. Uh, I mean, can Draken take them down? Maybe. Can he take out down like five guys? Maybe. I don't know. Um, I hate it. I hate that you've seen this already. <laughs> I can't say anything. Uh, I can't bounce anything off of you. Um, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Like what? I don't know what would what would be the reasoning why he still survives takamichi or just him brute forcing it or even emma like could emma be do something crazy or say something crazy um that'll finally show draken that she loves him or something like that i don't know um overall these four episodes have been kind of cool like i say i want to like this anime so bad i want to like it and i'm leaning towards that but this whole 
time travel business has me in my head and like the story like you said in the beginning is a coming of age story and i really like this story but then there's also that other part where it's like well we got to go back to the future and see this we got to go back to the future we got to go back to the past yeah, i forget that he's an adult sometimes because of how much time we sp end up spending in the past compared to the future where we just go to the future for these little checkups apparent like uh, essentially and we're really spending our time with uh you know the cast in the past and as time goes on to me it really does feel like it's uh, a story being told from takamichi's perspective but this is a story about like you know it feels like a story that becomes more so about uh toman definitely but i mean we start the show with toman so yeah. it only makes sense that it's a story about toman and not about takamichi but whether or not that's good or bad i don't know and i'm just saying that's where it feels like the sh like the show's direction starts heading after because you know it can't have him just go through test after test of resolve because that would just become the same thing and we've seen that he's willing we already know he's gonna do the things he thinks he has to do in order to get the future that he wants so there yeah. has to be something else that happens in order to keep the show interesting sure i haven't seen this anime before I have full confidence that because of what they've shown already, Draken's going to get out of this. We're going to see a, a, an alive Draken on August 3rd. Uh, so that's like for sure in my mind. In the timeline, in case he does die, is there a way to salvage Mikey from going into whatever it is that happens after this? um because again that's there's still like a one percent chance that he's gonna die but like I, that would be wild let me tell you i would be genuinely surprised if draken dies in these next four episodes and we have to go on and see how uh takamichi goes and and revives mikey from whatever hell he's gonna go through um i don't know uh, it's hard to I already know Draken's gonna live, right? I'm not gonna don't answer that, but if Draken dies, what can Takamichi do to to keep Mikey from going insane or, or doing whatever? Or keep him on the I, path of his idealism? I, because I that's what's don't, gonna do. I don't know if if that's possible if Draken dies. Because like I mean, like just we 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 see Takamichi's his own person and stuff, but like even when he was like, hey, Draken, I'm going to be your bodyguard. He was like, why? No. Yeah. <laughs> and talking to me, she was like, okay, great. Wait, what? What do you mean? And he's like, why would I need a shrimp like you as a bodyguard? It's like, oh, wait, you're right. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to follow you. I'm just going to tail you and gather yeah, info sure. on you. And that's how I'm going to keep you safe. <laughs> like Takamichi is great and he's doing everything he can, but he is he's not a replacement for either of them. And I don't think that like if... I think he's well aware if Draken's taken out of the picture, like there's like Mikey's going to be a completely different person without which, him. which also makes me angry. Like Dan said, like makes me angry that why didn't he go check or why didn't he just keep on Draken? Like I would do this so differently if I was in the past, like I would just be there. I would be out his door. I'd be sleeping over at wherever he stays and just making sure, like, even though this we resolve this whole other thing um, with all of this fighting, I would be on him. I would make sure that he's alive every second. So um, I would totally do this different. But 
Um, another question I had as well. We we saw the reemerge like the emergence in these four episodes of the character Emma, how yes. closely connected she is to Draken, but also is getting closely to connected to Hina. Mm-hmm. Which makes me believe that there's going to be some story crux here with Emma that is going to be good or bad. And there's I have a couple of scenarios in my head where Hina is the one that ultimately dies on August 3rd and it becomes some sort of damning thing to Drak or or I don't even know. I, don't I, even know, know, I know exactly what you mean. So it's you don't think that Draken is going to die, but you think that there's going to be something else that happens that would be essentially like him that is going to ch- cause him to change course of himself and become a different person. And that might ultimately have repercussions. But then I think about that. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. But like, what would even what would that even be because he's shown so much that he doesn't even he doesn't even register emma as he somebody he he shows that he acts that way but then you get the scene in the hospital with him saying things like have it you don't need to bow your head but just have a heart that cares for others and i think he knows somewhere inside of him that he's i hate to put it this way but like you know uh emma being close to him is ultimately would ultimately just lead to her getting hurt anyways because of the type of company he keeps person that he is okay that could be the case where he's acting cold kind of and almost intentionally but uh, i don't know that's uh, that's something that i don't know that i like to throw out there sure that i mean that's what in my head that makes sense that draken could do that that he could be like intentionally he's, he's doing too this. compassionate of a person to to actually think that she doesn't like him like he knows he knows yeah okay but he's i don't know so i think somebody is dying on august 3rd um in the story the percentage wise i would say 90 percent. i think draken's gonna live here's a prediction here draken's gonna live 90 percent for me right now they built up emma so much in these past four episodes where she just appeared getting too much and now she's everywhere yeah she's everywhere uh connected to hina a lot she's had moments with uh takamichi a bunch we've we've gotten her motivation of what she's doing why she's doing it yeah and and her connection with Tomin as well so i still think that and right now draken is apparently in danger and she's out with him yeah, so all of that being said, I think there's a 69% chance that she's going to die for me. 69, nice. 69% <laughs> chance that I think Emma's going to die ultimately on August 3rd instead of um, uh, Draken. And would that change Toman? Would that bring them more together? I don't know. Um, but I do think that it's going to end up to where... I don't think Payan is going to do it. Maybe Kiyomasa is going to do it. Um, to try and get to Sarasa be given up some sort of like blade knife thing. Yeah. So that that's my prediction for that, that he's gonna be the one um to do it. I don't think Payon has that in him really, but it, it'll ultimately lead to her uh dying. But uh, I don't know. Like what do you I can't ask so many questions because yeah. you've already seen it. But uh, this for a time travel show this feels uh, so small 
like in the world. Like there are all these little characters here in this little world. And I'm curious what happens in season two or the the next season or the next couple episodes, because it's gradually getting bigger, I think, Mm -hmm. because in the last arc, we're still kind of in the first arc, if I'm not mistaken, so to speak. But the second arc takes place in Mm -hmm. season one after the op change, the opening changes and everything. We didn't talk about the opening and the ending last time also. No. Um, pretty good very good in my opinion but um (laughs) the uh when the opening changes that's when the arc changes and it definitely feels like it uh it opens up and gives a lot more like a nuance to the story Uh whether or not you want more nuance in your already nuanced time travel thriller the the mystery coming of age story (laughs) sure (laughs) is is what is you know is yet to be said but uh it's definitely starting off with enough that I feel like it can really go any direction that they're setting up and it will like kind of be satisfying. Um, and by that, I mean, you know, the, the directions that we're talking about with your predictions on what's going to happen on August 3rd and uh, what the repercussions of Takamichi's actions on August 3rd will change in present day, what the butterfly yeah. effect's going to be. Sure. Um, That's so like we- the thing that keeps me like, in with the show is like the next i want to see that next like butterfly effect like how how are the ripples gonna hold weight are they gonna hold weight like you said we he's already noting at the when they get surrounded like oh my god goodness there's deviations we're in a weird timeline these are things that are just not even being accounted for and as much as that kind of can muddy the narrative it makes sense for that type of a narrative it honestly does there's sure. going to be these small differences that start happening because of the small changes that he's operating with and i think the cool part about it is that he can't be in two places at once um that's that's the other thing that is really kind of cool about it that in order to see the ripples of what he's doing right now he has to go to the future but then when he goes to the future that his idol click self could be not doing something that needs to happen needs to be done. that yep. he doesn't even know about because how did he end up under emma who knows i don't know how did she convince him did he go along with it and be fine with it and be just like okay whatever um so like in order for him to understand or to see where the next step is for him to try and save everyone he has to go to the future but then by him going to the future he has to stop himself from actively doing something and uh Kaylin brought this up constantly moving yeah, Kaelin brought this up. What's he can't stay there forever? He can't stay in the past forever because what's happening to his body in the future? He's like in his body. animation. Is he though? Is where's he being? The the, the, the second the second time he comes back from the past, Naoto has him like hooked up to an IV, and he's like, that's "So that's I confirmed. Said. You're you're in suspended animation every single time." Where's he pooping though? He's wearing a diaper. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right yeah don't sure. diapers okay Depends. it turns out that that turd that was on his head is his from the future uh <laughs> night dog took it out and but i i know what you mean where hands. like and and again that too that it shows a little bit of him like going back to work and being like oh yeah i'm here for my shift and they're like you haven't been here in two weeks you're fired yeah. <laughs> like, he's like oh yeah oh yeah my bad <laughs> okay um I don't know where this is going. I really hope I end up really enjoying this anime. 
by uh, in next episode. We're going to watch 9 through 12 by next week. Watch episode 9 through 12 of Tokyo Revengers uh, by next Wednesday. New day on the show from now on. Next Wednesday, watch episode 9 through 12 of Tokyo Revengers. And we'll come here and talk about it. Join the Discord if you want to uh, throw down your thoughts. Let us know before the next episode what you think or what you're thinking while you're watching them. We'd love for you to do that. But I... Uh, I'm interested to see where this goes and I I'm curious because right now I'm like in the middle. I'm like, I'm, I'm chill with the story. I'm cool with the characters. There's gotta be something that sends me to the next level where I'm like, Oh my God, this is so amazing. Like more of the whole paw stabbing him. Like, Oh I, yeah. We, I we get that. the little bit of the person standing overlooking the city with like a dragon tattoo on the, their like neck slash back sure after the whole bit of mikey and draken of the past is that mikey's older brother is that some is that somebody we've heard before is that just this completely random person uh-huh. like um that's definitely right something that happened that it just splashes in there but that it doesn't yeah. really say anything about it mm-hmm. which is sort of the same tattoo that draken has draken has yeah on his temple or whatever which yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, who's that? Who's, who's the dragon? Who is it? Who's the dragon? Um, thank you so much for watching the Anime Hour, Matt. Uh, when you're not stuck in a time loop, where can they find you on the internet? I'm not stuck in a time loop or having a headache because OBS updated. Um, you could find me on my Twitch at <laughs> Matt underscore Galley, or you can follow me on any of my socials just at an ITS at the front at <clears throat> ITS Matt underscore Galley. And um, when we're here, when we're not here talking about turds and hair, um, where can the people find you? Um, there will be no turds in my hair on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Jules the Human. If I'm here, if you're watching live, thank you so much for watching live. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to be streaming some Honkai tomorrow. I think we're going to stream a new game. It's going to be a hashtag ad, and we're going to be playing a new little train game. So uh, stick around for that tomorrow. going to be streaming that. And then some Honkai probably this weekend, of course, because I'm addicted. And I like to gamble. Um, you can watch these episodes on Spotify. Uh, and YouTube, youtube.com slash Jules the Human. They're on my YouTube channel. I have a little playlist. If you want to go back and see all the anime that we watched, or if you want to go on Spotify, just look up the Jules and Matt Anime Hour as you see it right here. We have next week, we're going to rate Tokyo Revengers. It's the end of our little watch through of the first uh, story arc, the first, first arc, season. Yep. Uh, we're going to rate it. We're going to put it up here with all the other anime, and then we're going to pick a new anime next week to watch a little bit of probably the first season the first arc or whatever it is we're going to do a couple episodes on another anime so uh if you want your anime to be chosen you can do 500 bits here and that goes to both of us and we pick a anime to watch for a couple weeks and become our personality so if you would like to do that do that on twitch uh twitch.tv slash next week new anime next week episode uh 9 through 12 more tokyo revengen uh the Jules and Matt reanime hour. I don't know. I tried to do it like the title. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye.